Hello and welcome to Team Franco Bodybuilding Podcast. Great to be back, even though it hasn't been too long, but this is a great one for those who are thinking about competing or getting back into the game or even questioning themselves. But before I get started, I just want to thank everyone for listening. If you're interested in coaching, TeamFrancoBodybuilding.com is the things that you can find all over the interwebs. And of course, direct email me at fitfranco at verizon.net. If you like these podcasts, please comment, share, do all that good stuff. It's all about spreading the truth, and I'm having a good time doing so with you guys. So the top five factors for a successful competition prep. That's what we're going to be talking about today. And... It's not going to be exactly what you might be anticipating because I'm not going to talk about, you know, the type of workouts or the intricacies or super details, but more so the broader things, which I think were equally or probably more important when it comes to approaching a contest prep and having success throughout it. Now, I'm not talking about the success of getting a trophy on stage and all that type of stuff, but more so the psychological, mental game planning and what you really need to embrace to have a good time. So, all right, on to the list. Everyone loves top five lists. So the first one, and again, this is really no particular order, don't be an overachiever. Or better yet, don't think you need to change to be an overachiever to have success. Now you're probably saying, Joe, you're crazy because you got to do this and that and you got to stick to your diet and you got to work out, do all the cardio, the posing. Yes, that is true. But to my point is, if you're not that already, meaning that the months leading up before you start your prep, you know, quote unquote, well, the chances are you may not be able to do it. You're going to fail because all of a sudden having this goal and like, all right, I want to compete in three months. You, you may not make through. You might get overwhelmed. Um, it might be too much for you because if you've been working out two or three days a week and all of a sudden you think you need to do five to six, your schedule may not allow it. Or you have a real shitty diet and all of a sudden you want to flip the switch and change it. Well, it's going to take more time. And again, you've heard me talk about this so many times where you want to prep before the prep. And that not only is for the physical aspect of getting your body right, but the mental aspect where you can transition easy. Where, you know, you've heard me say this a few times, or if you're a new listener, is that when I work with someone year round, they're, they are prepping. It's like a running joke. They're like, Joe, when am I going to start my prep? Well, you are. You know, just because you're not starving yourself is, and maybe, maybe, ah, it may be because you're only doing an hour of cardio a week. Doesn't mean you're not prepping. We're setting yourself up so the transition will be easier. So you already are planning ahead. You're doing what needs to be done. But often I see, you know, people will reach out to me. They're, they're built good. You know, they have good muscle. But maybe their habits aren't the greatest all around. And all of a sudden they want to change. 
yeah, some are outliers. Some can do it. Um, but most can't. So try not to think you need to overachieve or change that much because it's going to be a harsh reality and you don't want to be disappointed. And that's why, you know, the first topic of don't be an overachiever is not to discourage you, but just to give yourself more time. You know, that's the real take home point for this. Give yourself more time if you want to compete. So on to the second factor, be boring. Now that's going to sound really silly. Um, and keep it simple. You know, I did a whole podcast about dieting and keeping it boring and simple where don't try not to look for fancy foods or anything like that. You know, eat the same things if you really want to. I'm not a proponent of that because I hate meal plans, but if you keep it boring and you can plan ahead the first few weeks of your dieting, it's going to be easier to be consistent, to stick with it, to build up that discipline, to also learn how your body handles the diet, and then mix up the foods. Because again, I'm a big fan of flexible dieting. Although it's not something, I think people misunderstand flexible dieting though, because they'll change up their foods every single day and they'll get confused. And yes, you can do that where there are people who nail it. I have clients that really mix it up. They have a great time with it. It doesn't stress them out, but there are those who don't get it and they get stressed out. So I think sometimes being boring in the initial phases of your dieting is super important because it'll help build up the data and the consistency and then you can change out foods. I personally change out my dinners. You know, I'll mix up the protein source, the carb, the veggie source. Um, I have a couple alternatives for my other meals and I just do what I feel, you know, I, I really don't overcomplicate it and I just keep it boring because I like eating those foods and they're treating my body well. Now, being boring with the workouts is the same thing. Uh, and this is another one that kills me in a weird way because all of a sudden you think I got to change my training. I got to do 20 supersets. I got to do giant sets. I got to do what Joe Blow is doing influencer on Instagram just because he told me that's what you got to do when you're, you know, 16 weeks out. No. Do what you've been doing to build your body. And if you've had success building your body and you've been enjoying those workouts, continue with those workouts. Don't think that you got to change your training. Be boring with your training. Yes, strength is going to eventually go down, so you adapt. So you lower the weight, right? Because it's still about my muscle connection, feeling it out, intensity levels, pushing as much weight to preserve the muscle. But don't think you need to change your training and get all fancy and funky because you're in prep now. So being boring with your diet and your training, again, constant progress. The third factor, respect the process. You know, constant progress leads to the third factor of respecting the process, meaning that it's going to take time. You're changing your body. Most of you out there listening, maybe it's your first time competing, so you don't know what you're in for. you got to respect it because if you have the lack of patience or you have additional stress because your body weight went up all of a sudden, it's going to freak you out. So respecting the process and what it's doing for you to me, 
is more important than the, the actual show day because you look back at the journey and the journey is something that's going to teach you valuable lessons about yourself, good, bad, and ugly, positive, negative. The show day is the cherry on top of the Sunday where you just get, you have a good time. You show off, you know, what you've done all those months leading up and it's a great time. It's a party. Uh, yes, you want to win. Yes, you want to be competitive, but you got to respect the process to really have that appreciation of the journey to learn from it. Um, again, I think what happens in this case where it's hard pill to swallow is sometimes people don't respect the process. They kill their bodies. They do anything possible. They may even place well, win their pro card, and then they're a freaking mess afterwards because really they just did too much or they killed their body. They lost really all the negative things. So you got to respect the process. You got to be patient with it, guys. I mean, I think that is something that's not often discussed um, because you're so into the end goal, you know, what you're going to look like, but not appreciating what your body and mind's going through so it can be positive experience and that's what we want to do is really have a positive experience when it comes to you know reaching the goal of competing that's why to me is an important factor now the fourth one blends into this one i think to have a successful prep in addition to respecting the process is that you got to look past the goal because if you don't look past the goal you're going to be totally lost where you're not going to be prepared. You're not going to be able to transition into the exit plan. And one of my earliest podcasts, biggest hits talks about proper exit planning with your diet, with your workouts, all that type of stuff. It's got a lot of lessons. So search back and you'll see what I'm talking about. But you get, you know, all right, let's just say everything's in order. You prep before the prep, you transitioned well, you're doing what needs to be done, you're keeping it boring, you know, you're grinding, you're doing, you know, you're getting the workouts in, you're having the progress, everything's going great, you even do well on the show day, you win your pro card, now what? Now, do you have an idea what you're going to be doing afterwards? Is it just going to be a blowout? All right, if that's what you want and you, that's what you, you don't care, you're never going to compete again, that's fine. How fucked up were your hormones going into this? Now, most are not going to be effective. There's going to be a slight few, but those slight few, you got to learn how to transition outward where you want to bring the calories up maybe more aggressive. Don't be afraid to eat because you got to get those everything up again. And yes, it's going to take time, but you need to have that plan. You need to have that game plan after you compete. And I think, still think to this day, a lot of people don't. Now, over the last few years, my coaching, um, I've been grateful. You know, maybe it's just the type of people that are choosing to work with me. But I would say 90% of them have not had terrible rebounds. Or if they think they do, and I don't because I want their body weight to come back up quicker and then they hold, and to me that's a success. So really, to tie this in as a factor, you want to have a game plan after. 
You want to look past the goal. And I think if you do that psychologically and mentally, it's going to be much easier instead of just thinking, I reached my goal, floodgates are open, cheeseburgers, pizza, fuck it, everything. I'm going to do whatever, eat whatever I want. Yeah, all right, fine. You're an outlier. You can do that for a week and get back on track. Fantastic. Most will just introduce the food slowly because they're keep, they even keep that portion of the prep, even though it's after the contest, boring because they're still looking at the end game. It's a constant evolution of wanting to get better. Maybe they're competing in, in another month or they understand, you know what, if I gain body fat too fast, this is going to be that much harder to take off because I want to compete in a year from now. You always look past. You're never satisfied because you want to get better. So you got to decide what type of person you are. One and done, whatever, great. Some people are outliers. They can handle it, get right back on track. And if, you don't, if you're not one of the first two people, you need to plan ahead a little bit, guys. Um, you know, introduce foods, bump your calories up so you're satisfied and not starving. Bring your cardio down so, you know, you're not going to feel the need to eat as much and all those little things. And that could be another revisit of a podcast. So before I get to the fifth factor for making your prep successful, let's just cover them again. Don't be an overachiever where you just realize you've got to be doing this for a longer period of time instead of the light switch. It will be an easier transition, you know, to keep on doing what you're doing because it really comes down to maybe adding in more activity and eating less. But obviously, it's a little bit more detailed than that. Be boring, you know. Don't think you got to change things dramatically to have this success. You know, keep on grinding with the gym. Listen to your body. Eat the same foods to build that that, that momentum up. Respecting the process. It's going to take time. You're dealing with the human body. You know, it's not an overnight thing. Be easy on yourself because I think a lot of people get hard on themselves if they're not seeing the progress that they think they should be seeing. You know? Look at the details. Have the game plan after you compete. That, to me, is a real important factor. And a lot of coaches don't touch upon this, you know. They, they simply don't. Um, and that's always a good question. If you're hiring a coach, talk to them, you know. if Some people just are done with coaching after they compete. But I think if you hire a coach, give it another month afterwards so you can transition outward. Now, the last factor... And it's going to sound goofy and not, it's, it's simply to have fun, guys. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. You're doing something that most of the population can't do. You know, uh, you look at these physiques on stage, you're blown away how amazing they are. You know, the conditioning, the size, the poise, the posing, the presentation, all those things are awesome stuff. And most people can't do it. So have fun. You know, it's, it's. It's it most likely won't change your life, but it's going to enhance your life. You know, it's not going to get you that job promotion. It's it's not going to do this or that. You're doing it for yourself. You versus you because of whatever the situation may be. Maybe you are a past athlete and you can't compete in those type of team sports anymore. So you're using this. Have fun. You can be competitive. Do what needs to be done. And realize that, you know, life is short. Have a good time doing it. Make yourself proud because it's going to 
be something that's going to go by really quick with these preps. And then you're going to say, oh, that was so fast and what, what, but then you look towards the next one. Have a good time with it, guys. I mean, that, I think that's what it comes down to. You can't be too serious because often when people compete and they, they lock themselves in a room and they meal after meal and they work out, blah, 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 you got to still live your life. And I think the most successful people that I've worked with, again, bodybuilding is a part of their life. It's not their life. They're still doing what needs to be done as far as their relationships, their family, their career, their work. They all still have those goals, taking care of their house, being with their children, their loved ones. They're still doing everything. And they're still being happy. Because, again, in a weird way, that will help when, it, when you really get hungry. But you still got to live your life. You still got to push through, do whatever needs to be done. Be prepared for what life throws at you. Be happy and stay in the moment. So I'm going to wrap this one up. Top five factors for a successful prep. Hopefully you connected with one or two of them. If you thought this was a good one, please feel free to share. Let me know what you guys think. And I'll talk to you next time. Take care.